I'm Gail Straub, and you're listening to She Explores. If you're walking and you're just like paying attention to the steps, listening to your feet rustle on the ground, hearing the birds, you know, just allowing your mind to be like so into your senses, that too can can be a meditation where you're not as pressured. This is A Nature Meditation by Kenya Jackson Salters. Mother Nature's Messages Nature is always ready to teach us something. We just need to learn to listen. Whether it's a lesson in harmony, simplicity, strength, patience, or generosity, there's so much to be discovered if we're willing to tune in. Today, find a place to sit outside for at least 10 minutes. Keep your eyes open and see what nature offers up. Bring your attention to the earth the sky, the animals, the plants, and the trees. If you find your mind drifting off to something else, just gently bring it back to the present moment. What are you experiencing? What do you think Earth is trying to tell you? How do we help ease the the stress? How do we help ease the anxiety of living in a world that doesn't ask you what you think or living in a world that doesn't give you time to process your emotions when tragic things happen? Like living in a world where you don't know who you are because you're so busy trying to be who everybody thinks you should be. You know, how do we ease that? How do we begin to really own the skin that we're in and be, be more confident in who we are, you know? This week, I am honored to have Kenya Jackson Salters back on the show. Um, I guess my official title is co-founder and CEO of the Outdoor Journal Tour. I am also a two, meaning that I am partnered, uh, married to Michelle Jackson Salters, who is my co-founder. So I guess that's the only other moniker for me is Mrs. Uh, I love that, too. I've never thought about it that way. Kenya and her wife, Michelle, were on She Explorers in 2019 to talk about Outdoor Journal Tour, an outdoor wellness organization that's using the power of mindfulness and hiking to help unite, heal, and empower women. Today, we'll get to know Kenya better and hear all about the nature meditation stack she recently authored. It's a beautiful contribution to her community and a true reflection of her passion for the outdoors and mindfulness. We'll talk more about it later, but I also want to disclose upfront that Kenny and I share the same publisher, Chronicle Books. In our last episode, we heard from Anna Bronas, who underlined the importance of creative ritual in our lives. Kenya is also a proponent of ritual, and hers help her channel the spirituality and peace of mind she finds in nature. And as we all find ourselves already a few weeks into a new year, time sometimes feels like it's on hyperdrive. But my conversation with Kenya helped remind me of the importance of grounding ourselves in the outdoors, setting aside time to dream, and celebrating the many ways we're all moving forward. So one of the things that I notice, you know, when I scroll through your Instagram or I look at all of the work that you've accomplished is that you you do a lot. You know, you are a speaker, a founder, a spiritual coach, a healer, a sponsored athlete, a published author. What are would you say are some of the 
the themes or like unifying elements of all that you do? I think that ultimately, for me, it's always been about wellness work, right? And what ways can I improve myself? Normally, that comes first. And then once I feel like I've gotten a little grasp or I've learned some information about how to improve myself, then I'll go back and say, okay, how do I share this information with other people and how can I help them enhance or just expose them to new things in their lives? Everything started with the writing, to be honest. I've been writing since I was 13. Always my dream to be a published author. That's all I ever really wanted to do. But because life and different things happened. Um, I got into spirituality work um, as a profession, went to school for psychology and realized that I didn't feel comfortable personally giving any sort of, uh, I didn't want to work in a way where I had to give advice to people about wellness that did not include a spiritual component because spirituality was such a big part of my life. And so I was like, okay, we got to find a way to put a little bit of little bit of higher power in this. And that's how the spiritual coaching kind of grew. And then from there, you know, outdoor journal tour, numerology, the speaker coaching, those were all things that I was doing really for myself. And other people were like, oh, what you doing? And so I was like, all right, let's do this, you know? And so everything kind of ended up converging and um, all connecting to each other via me. In hearing you talk about how you wanted to have a spirituality component to the work that you do, mm-hmm. if it's not too personal, would you mind sharing what spirituality, I know that it's probably something you could write a whole book on, but but what it means to you? So for me, spirituality is all about a uh, connection to something that is that you deem to be bigger, higher, or more powerful than your body self, right? And I say body self because I do believe that spirit is in the body, right? And that we are like, the body is the way in which the spirit like gets to move through the world. It's like the the body is the spirit's car or plane, mm-hmm. okay? Because my spirit has a plane body. Um, <laughs> but so uh, it's just this connection to whatever it is that animates your eyes, that what is it that beats your heart? What is it that inspires your thoughts? What is it that allows you to love and move and be artistic? I mean, if you've seen wonderful composers or beautiful singers, artists, writers, I mean, there's something in that that is just divine. Uh, spirituality to me is about connecting to whatever that enduring source is that we all come from. And, you know, uh, you can use whatever name you want for that. So it's definitely not connected to a certain doctrine or dogma or even religion. It's really just what does that higher version of you look like? And how do you get closer in communion with that part of you? The outdoors definitely plays a part for you in that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There is a silence there. There's a stillness. But in the midst of that silence and stillness, there's also so much growth, right? There's so much power. There's so much beauty. And it's just like quietly happening behind the scenes, you know? I was thinking about that this morning when I woke up. Like, you lay down and go to sleep, and then you just, you're just unconscious, and you don't remember when that moment happens. And then at some point during the, during the evening, you just wake up, right? Like, 
no alarm clock. Maybe you have to use the restroom. Maybe you're hungry, maybe something, but something just wakes you up. Like, and now you're just like, I'm up and I can talk and I can move and I can do all these different (laughs) things. And you think to yourself, what is doing this? Like, what is, what is the energy source behind this? And so I, I liken that to nature because when you go outside, there's all of this life that's just naturally occurring. I mean, we don't water the trees. We don't fertilize the the forest. Uh, we, we, just, we just don't do that. It just happens on its own. And so it's just gentle reminder that there's some sustaining force that's always like undergirding our existence. And being in nature is a reminder of that, that we're a part of something that is so big and so enduring and so generous in some ways. And so vast too, you know? The mountains I've been to, some of the valleys. I mean, I've just felt so small in those places, but also really protected. And so it's always a a, a big eye opener for me and a reminder of like who I really am and what I'm really a part of. And do you find like an ability to listen to that inner spirit too in those times? Absolutely, because I don't know who designed the forest, but they made it so you will not have cell phone service. <laughs> so every time I go outside, I'm like, it ain't gonna be no service out here. So you don't have your phone. Um, I live in a city and you will probably hear like cars and stuff pretty frequently. And you get used to that noise. You get used to just the hustle and bustle of city life. But when you get outside in the woods and there's just this quiet, you know, it's just like you can you can hear yourself think. You can hear yourself feel. You can have your body moving just for the sake of movement. Right. Because most of the time when you're hiking, you're you're going to a location, a summit or something like that. But it's not work. You know, it's not like my body is washing clothes and my body is making dinner. You know, it's like I'm just moving my Mm. body for the sake of movement. It's surreal. And I think it's incredibly spiritual for me anyway. Mm. Oh, it's beautiful. So shifting gears a little bit, what role would you say that meditation plays in your life? Oh, you know, not as big as I wish it did and not as big as it used to. Meditation is so, it's so effective. And I'll just be 100% honest. I have not been in practice enough. When I do, it's really, really good for me. So I would say right now, my personal meditative practices, I get up in the morning, I turn on meditation music, and I go about some of my um, early morning tasks with the music playing try to do complete silence, no cell phone before I set my computer up and light my candles and incense for the day. And that is absolutely not enough for me. I need more. So that's something that I have kind of fallen off on. A few years ago, I was a lot more diligent and disciplined about it. But I think since the pandemic, I've just been like, oh, girl, if I sit still and listen to these thoughts for too long. Um <laughs> But I do uh, meditate in other ways. For me, I will say sitting still and actually doing a, a classic or traditional meditation works best for me. But I can go outside sometimes and walk in, in silence or um, things like that. But I have not been in practice enough with just kind of sitting still and getting quiet in traditional meditation. So I, I hate to have to be the one to say that. But, you know, that's been the situation for since the pandemic. Mm, Honestly, I think people appreciate hearing that because it's just been a really, really hard, you know, we're going to be coming up on two years before we know Mm -hmm. it. Like, it's been a really, really tough two years. And, you know, it's a lot of pressure to be putting into action everything that you talk about all the time, too, at times. Or at least I think that, like, as I stand in a closet talking about the outdoors with someone when I'm, you know, in my pajamas at, like, 1130 in the morning. (laughs) 
Same. <laughs> so, you know, it's also very human. <laughs> But when you when you do give advice to folks for incorporating a meditation practice into the time that they spend outside, what are some of those tips that you might give? Uh, well, the first thing I say is like start small. I think meditation can be really intimidating to people because, you know, you are being asked to kind of sit quietly or sit with music or sit with something that's guiding you into uh, a silence and a stillness that you may or may not be used to and a silence and stillness that you may be purposefully avoiding. Right. So I say start small, you know, three to five minutes if you can, just of, of getting quiet, getting comfortable and getting centered. Um, I do tell people who are new to meditation that you can, you know, in the beginning, find a thought that you want to play with. For me, I usually do like a a, a fantastic thought, meaning like I have this dream of being a, a, a New York Times bestselling author. So I may sit and meditate for three minutes on what that looked like the day I found out. Right. And so allowing my brain to think but giving it something to think about that's very specific or maybe even a memory that you have that you would like to relive and just get quiet and relive that memory. The stillness um, and the quiet and the focus is still meditation, right? And then as you get a little bit more disciplined, then you can try to do it in complete silence, just observing the breath, just observing your surroundings physically, um, you know, just kind of feeling the air or feeling your chair or feeling your feet on something. But in the beginning, I, I like to give people a little something to do just so that they're not like an anxious mess in their heads. Also, moving meditations are really dope. Like, so for those people that bike, hike, run, walk, yoga, those are also opportunities for you to pay very close attention to what you're doing and be very uh, attentive to that movement or that work, which can also be a meditation, right? Like if you're walking and you're just like paying attention to the steps, listening to your feet rustle on the ground, hearing the birds, you know, just allowing your mind to be like so into your senses, that too can can be a meditation where you're not as pressured to just have this silence where you're like, ah, I'm worried. Where's the money going to come from? Like that kind of stuff. Like we want to avoid that at all if we can. <laughs> Kenya shared with me that as she's gotten older, she's embraced her maternal side. She's the one her friends go to when they have big life questions. And it's how Kenya knows it's important to share the power of meditation and other tools that she's found that works for her with others. I know that it's needed. I know. And I've observed it so many times, you know, of going outside with a group of women and literally asking them one question why are you here? Or how do you feel? And just seeing the emotion erupt almost immediately. And so there's a part of me that's like, okay, how can we definitely not soothe or erase the emotion because the emotion has information in it and it's important, but how do we help ease the, the stress? How do we help ease the anxiety of living in a world that doesn't ask you what you think or living in a world that doesn't give you time to process your emotions when tragic things happen, like living in a world where you don't know who you are because you're so busy trying to be who everybody thinks you should be. You know, how do we ease that? How do we begin to really own the skin that we're in and be, be more confident in who we are? You know, my birthday is coming up and I'll be 40 years old. And I think this is the first time in my life that I've actually felt like I'm getting comfortable in me as a woman. And it's 
in large part due to all these practices that I've put in place to kind of be like, okay, this is what I like. This is how I feel. This is what I'm into. This is what moves me. This is what doesn't. And having the confidence to do that, you know, and I love to see it when a woman begins to own herself and own her personality and own her energy. Like, I think it's a beautiful thing. And, um, I want to share it. Sharing it is a part of my journey too, you know? So I can't say it's hundred percent altruistic because it isn't. It definitely is a part of, of my journey and what makes me feel good about myself. I feel like it's a both and I think it's a win-win and <laughs> maybe that's why it works. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hear more from Kenya and learn about the nature meditation stack after this calling all entrepreneurs. Make 2022 the year that you take the leap and turn your passion into profit. But you need the right team to make it happen, which is where Indeed comes in. Indeed makes it easy to hire and build a team with the right skills to make your dreams a reality. Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements, or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about Instant Match today. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description. And you can invite them to apply right away. It's pretty great. Those candidates that you invite to apply through Instant Match are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see a listing in a search. It also means that you're already making a personal connection with that potential future hire. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash explores. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash explores to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. That's Indeed.com slash explores. Terms and condition apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're back. Kenya recently released a nature meditation stack, a set of cards which helps you tap into the restorative powers of the natural world with 60 nature-inspired meditations, mindfulness practices, journaling prompts, and visualizations. Oh, origin story. Well, back in 19... Okay, no. Um, (laughs) Well, the nature meditations deck is absolutely a dream come true for me, both personally and professionally. We talk a little bit about the role that nature has had in my life and how pretty much the outdoor journal tour was built around just the peace and tranquility that we find in nature. But one of the things that I realized over the past, you know, six years of us doing this work is that a lot of women especially don't know what to do when they get outside. So you say, go outside and they're like, okay, I'm outside. Now what? Um, So a nature meditations deck really helps people to figure out what to do when they're outside. It helps you with some affirmations. It's going to give you some messages from earth. It's going to give you some walking thoughts and then also meditations. 
what the deck does is it gives you like journaling props, also um, activities, things for you to look at and pay attention to. Also things for you to ponder and talk about, because a lot of times I notice that women go outside, we don't necessarily go alone. So there are some conversation pieces or some cards that can be used as conversation pieces as well. So it's just kind of giving you a companion when you go outside um, so that you can feel like you have a little bit of guidance while you're out there. Let's see, I have the deck here. It's uh, bigger than a normal deck of cards, uh, and it's quite beautiful. The outside reminds me of a landscape in Washington or Oregon, or even up in the White Mountains in New Hampshire. Just gonna open it up. Okay, so the first card says, Welcome to Nature Meditations. The natural world is our greatest teacher. When you connect deeply with nature, observing its beauty, moving and strengthening your body, and making space for your deepest thoughts, you can find clarity, peace, and stress relief. Full of wisdom and encouragement, these simple-to-follow cards will help you tune into nature's powerful teachings wherever and whenever you need them. Pull a card in the morning to start your day with a nature-inspired visualization. Take a card from each category to enhance a walk in your local park, or bring the deck on your next group hike and have everyone draw a card to deepen their experience. Okay, let's let's draw a card. As as Kenya said, there's different categories. So there's nature meditations, walking thoughts, messages from the earth, and strengthening affirmations. Well, today is actually New Year's Eve, the day that I'm recording this. So I'm gonna do a strengthening affirmation. Pulling this at random. Okay, one side is a beautiful illustration of a coastline with either the moon or the sun, depending on what you want to see. And then the other side says, ooh, okay, I need this. It says, it's okay to slow down. Nature moves at its own deliberate pace. Imagine water slowly wearing down rocks as it meanders down a stream. Think of tree trunks taking decades to make their way toward the sky. Imagine sand dunes shifting over generations. Just because you can't see instant progress doesn't mean that it's not occurring. Speak the words, I can slow down, as you take long, slow breaths, and allow these images to remind you that moving slowly and intentionally can still have a lot of power. I can slow down. Here's the cool thing about it. Because it's nature meditation, you don't necessarily have to be in nature to use them, right? It's going to bring the imagery, the scenery, the experience of being outdoors to you mentally, right? So you can even take a card and use it as a journaling prompt in your home, um, especially if we're still under the COVID rain next year, you know, people will be able to use it use it however they see fit, right? And that was something that was very important to me because we produced it right in the height of COVID. So I was like, okay, we can't be like, well, today when you're hiking, because you're not, you know? Um, so it's going to bring that energy to you no matter where you are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that too, because I feel like COVID's underlined for us some things that we already knew and that it is really difficult to to step outside 
in the way that you might want to every day. Like, it's not really possible to get out into the mountains, but going for a local walk can be just as restorative. Mm-hmm. So it's cool that, I mean, I'm not surprised that you were so mindful and thinking about it that way. It also is, you know, increases like accessibility to and expands, you know, what we think of when we think of when we think of the outdoors. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely excited just to even see the many ways that the community comes in and, and shows us, you know, because like with any other product, you have a vision about what you think it should be and what's your idea of how it's going to be used. And then people are so creative and innovative and they do something totally different. And you're like, yep, that's exactly what we were thinking, you know, so I, <laughs> I'm excited to see um, what the community does with it and how they use it and how they, you know, incorporate it into their lives and their outdoor experiences, retreats, you know, whatever. I'm just excited to be giving it to the world. And I'm like, OK, world, you got it. Do with it what you will. (laughs) While Kenya is excited to learn how nature lovers use the deck, she was also super intentional in its design. So that's professionally a dream come true because the Outdoor Journal Tour is one of few organizations that are doing concentrated wellness and mindfulness work in conjunction with outdoor activity. And so for us to be able to have a tool that we can use while we do that is priceless, right? Because we're always lugging a bunch of worksheets and ebooks and it's just cumbersome. So now we'll have this one beautiful, delicious thing that I finally saw yesterday for the first time (laughs) that we can take with us. And, you know, of course, personally, I mentioned that I've always wanted to be a traditionally published author. I have self-published four other projects and um, which is lovely, but there's something about the vote of confidence that you get when a large publishing house says, hey, we believe in you and we're going to put our resources behind you and we're going to build something beautiful with you. Um, And so that makes 13-year-old Kenya completely ecstatic. And she's like, yay, mommy, I did it, you know? The story actually starts with you, Gail. Uh, It starts with you introducing me to our editor, who is a jewel of a human being, who sat me down at an outdoor retailer. And I'm like showing her all of my stuff after you set up this meeting. And I did not realize that she was actually the acquisitions editor. I had no clue. Um, And I'm showing her all my stuff. And she's like, yes, we're going to do this with you. And I was like, huh? (laughs) You know, because, you know, I'm not sure how much of your publishing story that you shared, but, you know, trying to get a project published, you need an agent. You have to have millions of followers. You got to do a book proposal like it is a thing. So for me to have Mm -hmm. a conversation with somebody and her to be like, yes, we're going to do this and then follow through with it was like jaw on the ground. That was two years ago. So we have been at this for a minute. So I'm very, very ready to give birth. I am 24 months <laughs> pregnant at this point, and it is time. <laughs> yeah, that is something that people don't, you know, depending on the publisher, it is a very long lead time. Mm-hmm. It is wild. I think for the Shakespeare's book, the first time that I had a conversation with that publisher was three years before the book came out. Wow. Um, gosh, the learning curve is so steep when you when you really get into it. Kenny and I talked back in November, and while we're already well into the new year, I want to share her thoughts around intention since it's never too late to back up, set goals, and reflect on your wants and needs. I more so do the resolutions for my personal new year. So my birthday is February the 2nd. So literally 
one month, you know, after the new year. It's my birthday. So I usually do those resolutions for that. I do set intentions though. I set intentions every year of the things I want to achieve. I put them down New Year's Eve and I do not look at them again until the new year. And so I will like to do that again. I do have some big, big dreams that I want to start to manifest in the, in the, in the new year. And I'm beginning to work on that now. I definitely am a candle lighting manifestation, right? And fold it up and mail it to yourself kind of girl. So <laughs> definitely will be doing something like that. Probably in the next couple months or so I'll be doing that. Yeah. You know? It's convenient that your birthday is in the same month because that's also a time. I feel like some people who don't aren't as into New Year's reflections are more into birthday reflections. So you just you get the best of both worlds with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really cool, but it's also just like it's cold. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's cold. You got to go out of the country if you don't want to be cold. So that's the mm-hmm. only thing about a February birthday, but I was born on two two, so of course I'm like loving that, and it'll be two two twenty twenty two. I'm going to. Oh have my a ball. gosh! Yeah, so I'm gonna have an absolute ball. People keep trying to. A lot of people are trying to book me um, for different things on that day because of the energy, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta know? save that. <laughs> I'm gonna be at the hot springs on my birthday, so. Oh, oh that sounds so nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. After our interview, Kenya shared details for her dual birthday Nature Meditations deck launch party, which is going to take place in Atlanta, Georgia on February 7th. She'll also do a Zoom reading of the deck for all those who are out of town and can't make it. Beyond celebrating her 40th and launching the deck, Kenya has some big plans for 2022. Outdoor Journal Tour is building. We are about to turn some some corners. Um, We think it's time that um, we centralize our space. I don't want to give away too much. Um, Centralize our space and really create an environment for people to come and experience what we do all the time. That's all I'm going to say on that. Really excited about taking a leap and doing something different for Outdoor Journal Tour. We'll also be, um, personally, I'll be expanding into doing some energy, bringing my energy work into people's homes um, with different like Mm -hmm. candle collections, spice collections, soaps, those type of things that people can use in their everyday life to kind of bring more wellness into their their homes. So um, we're working on that pretty diligently now. And we are building, but we also want to make sure that we keep in mind like what our community needs and what they're what they're saying to us and what what they're used to and so we're always open to like feedback and stuff like that so as we grow and as we develop and as we move and change you know we're also like going to up our efforts of like being in conversation with our community so everyone should be on the lookout for that too more calls for opinions and thoughts and stuff about how we're moving and growing before we jump into this last section i want to say that i went back and forth on whether to include it Typically, I'd be inclined to edit something like this out, mostly because I don't love talking about myself, but also because for every time that I have taken that mentorship call or sent out an intro email for someone, there's likely been another time that I haven't been able to, or I haven't shown up in a way that feels worthy of the person in front of me. But I'm keeping this in unedited as a reminder to myself and for all of us to show up for each other when we're able to. 
Well, I just want to say, and I, like I said, I breezed past this uh, earlier, but I just want to say that I'm very, very grateful to you, Gail. I think this is a prime example of women helping women, women supporting women. You know, you making that uh, connection for me is something that turned into a really, really awesome experience for me and something that I wanted to do and something that I was having a very hard time doing on my own. And so I think that having women who can and are willing to support each other and share their resources is a message that we hear a lot, but it's not something that we necessarily see. And so I just want to point that out that, you know, she explores community, your leader walks her talk and um, that's important. And so I think if a lot of us can take um, a little bit of a lesson in that and and not being afraid to open up what we have and our our resources to other people, we would see a lot more of us uh, winning and and doing and doing amazing things. And so I just know you've inspired me so much. and, And now I'm always like, girl, come with me. Let me introduce you to this person. Let me try this because I recognize the power of that. So I just wanted to publicly say this and do not edit all of this out, um, <laughs> that, that I really appreciate you and, um, you know, what, what you did first with the beauty of the, she explores book. And then, um, secondly, with your ability to share, to share your resources. So thank you. Oh, oh, well now I'm, as I said before, I'm like in my pajamas and now I'm also tearing up. <laughs> <my pajamas>, so. <laughs> I put on a shirt today, so I'm proud of myself. <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate you. I really do. Oh, thank you. I I truly do believe that more is more. And I know that sometimes we have like different times of capacity. So like I've definitely gone through times where I'm able to have more of those networking conversations and and fewer at times. But it is it is so important to pay it, pay it forward and to continue to it's just there's. There's so much potential out there, and I, f- I truly do feel that um, there is nothing lost by introducing someone else to to someone else who's going to unlock a door for them. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh, well, if there isn't anything else that, that you want to share, I will, I will stop recording. Um, just one last opportunity to share anything else that you'd like to share. No, just buy my deck, please. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) You can find the Nature Meditation stack on OutdoorJournalTour.com and wherever you buy books. I'll make sure to share a couple of direct links in the show notes and via the episode landing page at she-explorers.com. You can find Kenya on Instagram at consultkenya and follow Outdoor Journal Tour on all of social media. If you enjoyed this episode, I know you'll love Wonder Walking Heels featuring artist Amy Wan and her Wonder Walking deck. Thanks to our sponsor, Indeed, for making this episode possible. You can find She Explorers on social media, our website, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to our bi-weekly newsletter to stay up to date. You can find me on Instagram at Gail Straub. If you enjoy listening, there are different ways to support us. You can subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. You can head to ratethispodcast.com slash sheexplorers to easily review. And if you'd like to connect, join us in the She Explorers podcast Facebook group. Music in this episode is licensed through Musicbed. This episode was produced and hosted by me, Gail Straub. 
She Explores is a production of Ravel Media released bi-weekly on Wednesdays. Until next time, stay curious.